Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So this is easily the third time I've tried to record this one. Um, I had one full episode recorded a few hours ago, and then I kind of sat on it. And I felt like it kind of went a little too dark and a little too personal that I was, I mean, I'm willing to share a lot of information with people or just things about me. It's not like I'm particularly ashamed, but I kind of worried about other people who might be tangentially involved with a particular situation that I talked about that I, I just kept thinking, well, they may not be comfortable, even though I didn't name names, they may not be comfortable with me talking about this. So I know I'm very cryptic, aren't I? I do think at some point I will talk about that, but I, it, it's, it's hard because it's, it's something that, um, happened to me, you know, years ago and, um, but it's something I learned from and I feel like other people could probably gain some insight from it, but I'll just kind of skate around it a little bit today. Um, but don't worry, there's lots of juicy gossip <laughs> about me. Um, <laughs> my stories in my life uh, that I'm willing to share with you. So don't worry. You know me, it's always sort of like going, you know, it's like you're my personal shrinks or something. Kidding, kidding. Anyway, shout out to, first of all, shout out to the folks who are leaving reviews um, and uh, really, really appreciate it. Um, got a real nice one this past week. Oh God, forgive me because I can't remember your name, but you're on Tejas Trails, and you are really cool, and um, I'm sorry, I'm so bad with names. It comes with teaching. <laughs> it's like you'll have to learn a lot of names really quick, but this guy, uh, you know, was very nice about it, and kind of like the variety of episodes, which I appreciate. I mean, because I was kind of asking for feedback the last episode, and you know, once again, don't feel shy. It's okay. Uh, my email is, should be in the info, um, and if not, you can try to message me through Facebook and, uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, I'd love to hear what you guys think and, uh, you know, whether you're enjoying this and again, it's not like I'm fishing for compliments or anything, but I just kind of like to know what people think, but I did appreciate what he said. Cause he said he felt like he was having coffee with a friend and I thought that was really cool. Um, cause that's kind of what this is. Uh, it's just me talking into a microphone, into my laptop. Thank God I'm not sitting in my closet any longer. Um, yeah, now I'm in my living room, which is sort of doubling as my office, and um, yeah, here we are. Um, so this issue, this issue, <laughs> this episode, I don't even know. See, here's the thing. It's like I'm advisor for a student magazine, and so we're working on a current issue, and so I'm always thinking issue, issue, issue. And then when I do podcast, it's episode, and sometimes I just forget. Anyway, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Um, regardless, um, this episode is brought to you by me because uh, I don't have any sponsors. So if somebody wants to sponsor me or even there's a thing in, in Anchor that you can click on and uh, support this podcast, even with a, you know, a couple of bucks a month or something. Um, I don't really make any money off of this thing, please. I think in more than a year of doing this, I think I made like 70 bucks and I cashed that out. I don't know, last fall. And I'm, I think I'm up at six bucks, <laughs> but anchor's pretty cool. And I, I like this platform a lot. And, uh, anyway, just something to think about in case you're, you know, wanting to do something charitable, philanthropic, perhaps. Um, I don't think it's tax, tax deductible, but Anyway, um, so yeah, so this episode uh, is about a 
birthday, a big birthday, depression. And then we end up with <laughs> trail cleanup. <laughs> so yeah, unless you're listening to this podcast, where else are you going to get those topics? Huh? Seriously. Um, so yeah, I, um, I have a very big birthday coming up on Friday. I will turn 60. Oh God, it sucks to say that. I mean, it really does. I just I don't feel like I look it. I don't really feel it. Sometimes I do. Um, but you know, I guess when you're younger, you, you think about, you know, when someone asks you if someone's elderly or old, they'll say things like 30 or 40, of course. And then you're, you know, when you're in your thirties and forties, you're like, what are you talking about? And of course the person you're talking to is 10, you know? Um, I had a situation a few years ago, um, in a reporting class where I gave them an exercise and, uh, it involved a 55 year old guy who got sent to the hospital because he was in an accident or something. And so one of my students wrote an elderly man was injured in a car accident on Wednesday. <laughs> and I was like, Jacob, really? 55 is elderly to you. I mean, I realized the second you turned 50, let me just give you guys, you youngins, a hint. The minute you turn 50, the second you turn 50, you are already getting in your mailbox from the AARP membership stuff. Okay. I've not, not joined, but they find you. I mean, just imagine how efficient life could be if people were like Chick-fil-A, Amazon, and the AARP. <laughs> Uh, I digress, but yeah, so I kind of gave him a stern talking to, but yeah, cause I was like, dude, I'm, I think at that point I was 49. So I was just like, dude, what are you thinking? And of course, when you're twenties, of course, 55 seems elderly, but you know, and it just keeps skewing upward and onward. And, you know, here's the thing. It's like, I know so many cool people who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and even 80s who are runners or active and doing cool things and are living the life, you know, and I think that's really important. I think that's really what I'm about. I mean, I don't try to let my age determine my inabilities. I want it to show my abilities. They may not be great. You know? Um, you know, I may not be as fast as I used to be. I mean, God, you know, I can tell you that even Within five years, you know, my pace has gotten a lot slower and a lot of that's just because I'm late. I don't know if I'm lazy, but I just kind of get, it's just different. Okay. And so anyway, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. And so one of the things about birthdays with me is that, um, I often feel like, um, I kind of get a little down. Okay. Around my birthday and I'm not really sure why, but you know, whatever. It doesn't matter, but, oh, and let me share a little fun fact, couple of fun facts with you. I just thought you'd like to know these things. Cheryl Crow, Soak Up the Sun. Um, what's that other song of hers? I, I God almighty. If it makes you happy. Yeah. Um, I like her enough. She's okay. You know, she's not great, but you know, I like her. She is born 364 days after me or before. No, after me. Yeah. 300. She's born February 11th, 1962. Okay. Other fun fact. This one makes me really excited. Henry Rollins of Black Flag and Henry Rollins in general. Born one day after me in the same year. So 
This is 60. <laughs> it's all right. It's, it's fine. I mean, it's just, it's just sometimes difficult to, to kind of face those milestones and you're just kind of like, Oh my God, I don't really want to do this, but you know, <laughs> you don't really have a lot of choice. So life's short. And, um, which brings me to the depression thing. Okay. Cause again, as I just mentioned, I, I do sort of get down around my birthday and I'm not sure. Sometimes it's a combination of, Oh God, I'm getting older. Even when I was like 25, you know, or it could be, you know, what have I done with myself or, mm, you know, what's, I don't know. I just, you just start angsting about silly things. And, and so you just, do this. Okay. And, or at least I do, I don't know if other people do, but <laughs> that's me. Um, yeah, so I, I, I've been kind of down the last week or two, um, was trying to push through it, but you know, and I've had depression since I was a teenager. Okay. I, I will come clean about that. That's not like a big secret or anything like that. And I'm, I've actually can not confessed, but I've actually shared this information with a number of students over the years, you know, who are struggling with depression themselves, just as like a, listen, I go through this stuff too. Okay. I get it. I really do. Um, I've had anxiety and I, I still get that from time to time, but not as bad as the depression. Um, I am on a, an antidepressant. I've been on one since, whoo God, like the late nineties. I know theoretically you should be off of antidepressants, um, you know, within a year or so, you know, and then wean yourself off and be cool. Um, I've just had a couple of bad experiences with trying to, uh, wean myself off and stay off. And which is what that, um, episode that I did not keep, um, focused on. So we'll, we'll talk about that again at some point. Um, and, and again, it's not like I'm ashamed of it or anything like that, but I still feel like, Ooh, it might be a little too much for people to, to deal with. It might be a trigger thing, or it just might be something where people are like, wow, <laughs> You went through that, huh? So I don't know that I necessarily need to share all that right yet because we've only known each other for like a year and a half. So <laughs> anyway, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so I, I have, I've, I've gone through depression uh, off and on since I was a teenager and, you know, some, of, <laughs> some of it was situational, some of it was not. Um, and it does run in my, on my dad's side of the family. And so, um, and I fought it for a long time. I, I felt like I was a very high functioning, um, depressive and which I was. And then, I don't know, probably by the time I was like in my mid to late thirties, I just kind of hit this point where it was just like, okay, this is dumb. I mean, I can remember sitting at the final game of the world series when the Miami Marlins or the Florida Marlins, as they were called at that point, I think they were very early in their careers. I mean, I, I can't remember which season it was because I don't keep up with sports much anymore, but, but it was pretty exciting. I mean, cause the stadium was just around the corner from my office. And so we used to go down and watch Marlins games, you know, after work or we would, you know, and, and then it just so happened that I managed to get tickets to the final game of the world series, which was super exciting. And I asked my friend Ray, who was also a former boss of mine, um, who was just a super cool guy and sadly has passed on um, a number of years ago. But Ray and I were really good friends. And uh, so I thought, who else, you know, 
would be you know better to go with me than Ray. And so we went and we had fun, you know, I mean, it was all right. Uh, the game went into extra innings and um, of course the Marlins won in, in extra innings, which was very exciting. And I just found myself though, feeling so sad that I just wanted to die, which is really dumb. It's like, wow, why would you want to feel like that? It's like your team, you're there. It's the seventh game of the world series. You know, you're a witness to history and everyone's celebrating what is wrong with you. And yeah, obviously something was terribly wrong with me. I mean, and, and luckily I had an appointment with my doctor the following day to talk about said depression. Cause I, I knew it was, it was, I was to a point where it was just like, okay, this is not good. This is not healthy. Or I was tired of being high functioning, you know? And, 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 and so, um, so I have major depression. Okay. And, um, so yeah, I've been on, um, antidepressants since about that time. But again, I've been off and on them or I've tried to wean off, but it just doesn't work. So my current doctor kind of feels like it's sort of a placebo or she did pre pandemic. Although now I have to say being in the pandemic, it really helps a lot. Um, and this isn't to say that antidepressants change your personality, at least not in my case. I feel like I'm still me. Um, it just kind of bubble wraps things a little bit. I still get sad. I still cry. I still feel down, um, as evidenced by, you know, the last couple of weeks. And so, but it does, you know, at least help. And I feel like it saved my life. And so for what it's worth, you know, I'm not trying to advocate, um, people taking drugs or anything like that to help them through something. But for me, it worked and I was very, very resistant to doing it, um, early on just because I felt like, well, I've got this, you know, I can do this. And yeah. And I have to be really honest. It's like in the last few weeks, it's just like this pandemic stuff. I mean, it's great that we've got, you know, the whack job out of the white house. Oh my God. It is so, it is so insanely lovely to not hear about this guy 24 seven. I mean, it's so nice not to be getting news alerts on my phone, you know, where I'm like, Oh God, what has he said now? What has he done now? You know? And, and it's like, now we're kind of in this boring thing, you know? I mean, again, this isn't to say that Biden is perfect or anything like that, but at least we've got something <laughs> a little more along the lines of something normal. And, you know, we do have some territory to cover. And I think, we're all kind of recovering from the Trump presidency, especially if you were not a Trump supporter. Um, yes, yeah, so we're all trying to recover from that. Cause I was, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, and I think I've mentioned this before, it truly felt like abuse multiple times a day. And I did not like that at all. Um, and again, it, it, and this is less of a political statement as it is than just like a personal thing about him as, you know, as a human, well, I'm not even sure he's a human being, but I guess he is, but yeah, he really, anyway, I'm not going to go there. Okay. Anyway, that's not what I talked about in the previous episode, but anyway, yeah. So it's just kind of nice not to have to you know hear that crap all day long. Um, you know, but we're still dealing with this pandemic and, you know, I know the current administration is, is trying its darndest from what I can tell to get this vaccine out to people. Um, but it is sort of bizarre because it's like, I've got students and colleagues and other people who are getting the vaccine and I'm not really sure how they got it. 
um, you know, some of them, you know, have a family member that's compromised. And so everybody in the house has to get vaccinated and that's cool. But I mean, I've even tried to volunteer at the Alamo Dome um, because if you volunteer a certain amount of hours, you get the vaccine as your reward. And you can't even get signed up because it's always filled up. And so this is ridiculous. It's crazy. And I think it's just, it's just wearing on me. And I think I was talking to my sister about this earlier and I don't know. I, I just feel like I didn't expect 2021 to like click over and all of a sudden everything would become paradise. You know, I mean, in some ways, you know, without Trump, it is nice. Okay. Sorry if I offend you, but tough, <laughs> the guy's poison. Okay. Sorry. Uh, it has nothing to do with him being an alleged Republican or whatever. Okay. It just has to do with him being a con man, but we, I know I'm probably, I've probably gone a little further than I should have, but I'm going to anyway. Um, cause it's my birthday on Friday, dag on it anyway. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a weird transition now. Cause we're sort of like <gasps> coming up for air and it's like, well, is there air? I mean, is there something to, you know, inhale? I mean, what is, you know, going on? And we had a meeting today, um, with my, um, department, uh, zoom of course. And it's, it's become abundantly clear that I am probably not going to be teaching in person until a year from now, more likely than not, uh, unless I can get the vaccine, uh, by fall and, you know, most of my students can get it and, and that sort of thing. So, I mean, that's really sad. I mean, it kind of makes me, I feel like, and this is the other thing that ties in with the birthday is like, I feel like I've lost, I'm going to lose two years of my life. And of course, when you're younger, it's fine. It's well, I shouldn't say fine, but no one knows how long they're going to live, but you know, you just sort of feel like, well, God, I don't, I feel like I've lost these years. And I, even though I'm trying to live my best life as I can under these circumstances, I still feel like there's a lot of things that I am not able to do mainly seeing my family. And that is really wearing on me. I mean, I, I, I talked to my sister probably about four or five times a week. In fact, I called her this afternoon because I was just, I don't know, I saw my, I saw my neighbor Vera who lives across the street and she's in her eighties. And I didn't know that. I thought she was like in her seventies and she's like in her late eighties. And a couple of months ago, a lot of, it's like right around Thanksgiving, I guess, but ambulance, an ambulance and a couple of police cars pulled up in front of her house. And I was just like, Whoa, it's going, I was like taking out my trash and I'm just like, what's going on over there? Well, it turns out, she's got dementia and, um, which is what took my aunt. Um, it's so funny because they're so similar, you know, my aunt and Vera, they have that same kind of dark personality, <laughs> a dark humor. They're smart. They're very smart people. And, um, it just made me really, really sad to find that out. And, um, she's, I saw her this afternoon and I hadn't talked to her in a while. And, um, I saw her standing at the edge of her driveway. And so I went across the street and I'm like, Vera, Vera. And at first I don't think she heard me, recognized me or whatever. And then all of a sudden she's like, Oh, Hey, you know, and she was waiting for her son. I think it was to pull the vehicle you know, out of the driveway. Cause she can't drive and uh, take her somewhere. And I was like, well, how are you? And she's just like, well, I'm okay. I'm in hospice. I have home hospice care. And, uh, but I don't have COVID. <laughs> And, and I, it just made me sad. Cause I mean, 
she's she was like my first neighbor friend when I moved here. I know this is really going all over the place, but I really like her a lot. And I think she's lovely. And it makes me sad that it's come to this. And because, um, I mean, she gave me my, my Beto sign uh, when I first moved in you know, almost three years ago. And um, even last week, week or so ago, she um, had somehow got a piece of my mail and um, put it in my mailbox and sent me a text saying that she had gotten it. And I was like, oh, yay, it's so nice to hear from you. Anyway, that said, I mean, I think about people like her and it's like, this is it. This is it for them. You know, she's not going to hang around for a lot longer. And um, I don't know. It just makes me, I don't want to have any regrets. None of us do, but I really don't want to have regrets. And I, I'm trying to do my very best to to live my life. Um, but I have to say the running stuff has been really hard. Um, I was kind of gung-ho last week. You know, yeah, I'm going to start doing this thing. Yeah. And then, I don't know, and then my brain started getting in the way again, and I don't know, I just started, I don't know, all this stuff gets in my head, and then it's just like, oh, God, this is not good. So, this week, I'm going to try, okay, I'm trying to make my comeback, okay, or, I don't even know if it's a comeback, but I'm just going to try to get it together. Um, also, just race-wise, um, this weekend, I've got Rocky Raccoon Half Marathon, which I'm doing with my young friend Jessica. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to hang out in, um, Huntsville on my birthday. Woo. And, uh, yeah. And then come back on Saturday. And, um, and then we got this disappointing news last week that Brazos Bend, um, had to cancel or, or at least get moved. Um, and the reason I was so excited about doing a 50 K out there is because it's flat because <laughs> I haven't done one in a couple of years and, and I'm, really needing to do another one and um mainly prove that i can still do it um so i was kind of sad because they moved it to the seven il ranch which is in cat springs which is uh the place where i um did a 30k in november and it was pretty hard because it was very sandy it was like you know i call it the ranch of sand and um but the good news is i found out about this uh yesterday is that that course for the 50k is not the same course that I ran on for the 30K, which is where we did three of these loops like in sand. That was like 65, 75% sand. This one sounds like it's less horrifying. So I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and do it anyway, because you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm just going to have to do it and get it out of my system. And if I, I don't want to DNF, obviously no one wants to DNF, but I feel like I've just got to, you know, get myself back out there and, and do this. And so that's my plan. Um, and, uh, oh yeah. And then yesterday, much fun. I went out to McAllister park in the morning, um, to join Kimberly, Abouchon, uh, my coach and friend. And, um, we were with the storm group, which is the South Texas. Oh boy off-road mountain bikers i think it is i'm probably doing the acronym all wrong but anyway it's the mountain biking group um, in our area and they were doing some trail cleanup and i decided to join them because i've done this in the past um you know when i lived in the valley um you know, we used to go out there and like bushwhack and 
<laughs> get some gardening tools. Yeah. <laughs> Start slashing at stuff. Ooh. But, um, yeah, so I, yesterday, thank God it was not involving gardening tools or anything like that. All I had was a garbage bag and a couple of pairs of nitrile gloves on and, uh, yeah, got to work. Man, people are just slobs. Um, let me tell you, if you are drinking water out of a plastic bottle, you know, and, and even if you recycle, and this is including myself, it's a pretty bleak thing to see these bottles, even if they're, they claim to be compostable, they're, you know, it takes a long time. And, you know, of course I'm finding, you know, all kinds of plastic bottles and bottles and cans, clap your hands, just clap your hands. And that's a reference to Beck. And I hope you, some of you got it. And if you didn't, you need to check the song out. It's called where it's at. Anyway, I love Beck, but, uh, anyway, yeah. So it was bottles and cans, clap your hands. Yeah. And, uh, but also I found, um, I found a stuffed giraffe, which was really kind of depressing and truckloads of tennis balls and golf balls. Very weird. So I guess my big takeaway is don't be a slob when you're on the trail. Really? I mean, this is, this is, we, we like to run trails because it is, you know, nature and we don't want to kill nature with our stupid, you know, sloppiness. So just tuck it in your vest, tuck it somewhere, you know, and, and just go and, and don't throw it someplace. That's so dumb. And I, I have no idea why we have tennis balls and golf balls and car parts and tires and all this other stuff in there. But by God, that's what we got. And I collected two very large trash bags full of trash, which made me feel very accomplished by the end of two hours. And I was also tired. Um, it involved a lot of bending and in fact, crouching under trees because, you know, the branches were low and, but there's a lot of junk under there. So they will be also going out there this week, uh, on Sunday, 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 uh, Valentine's day also, um, whoopee do. Um, <laughs> but they'll be going out there, uh, again for a couple hours, uh, to pick up stuff. So I'll put a link in the uh, show notes. Uh, ooh, that sounds so professional. Um, in case you want to sign up for that, if you're in the San Antonio area, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go out there. I think it kind of depends how I feel after doing this race at Huntsville. Um, you know, and, uh, big shout out to my friends, Hoel and Ben, uh, they did the hundred K at, um, Rocky raccoon this past weekend. And, uh, Hoel did really well in terms of, um, uh, his pace and whatnot. I think he did it in under 13 hours or you know, he just said he was very happy. So good job. Uh, and then of course, Ben, my, my very first running friend, uh, he, he did great. I think he placed second in masters, uh, maybe not, or second in his age group, something like that. He's like in the, the fifties, the masters people. So, um, and then my, my lovely friend PJ, he attempted his first 50 miler, but I mean, hundred miler, what am I saying? Uh, ended up with 40 miles cause his feet got trashed and, um, he just couldn't figure out how to make them not feel trashed. So, um, I have no idea what happened. So anyway, got a fun weekend ahead. I'm kind of excited about this. So, um, that is all I've got for now. I will see you next time. 